What's going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Chop Sports Daily, coming to you live from the Flipping Made Easy studio in Matawan, New Jersey. Of course, it is a full house today. It is Sturge. It is Gooch. It is Dina. It is A4, the intern. We're all rocking and rolling here on a Wednesday. We hope you guys are doing all right out there. Uh, we hope you've enjoyed your week thus far. We are, if you're a Catholic, it is Ash Wednesday. Go get the thingy on is your it? thing. Yeah. Ash Wednesday's today. So now you got to give up something for 40 days and 40 nights. Are you going to give up anything? No, because you don't no. give a shit. That's fine. Um, I will not be giving up. Actually, it's going to be the same thing I give up every year. Meat. <laughs> Get it? Because I don't eat meat yeah, anyway, well, so it doesn't matter. I'm pretty sure Ash is giving up sweets, and I don't know how she's going to do that. That's I don't know if Good she's fully prepared. <laughs> I don't know if she's fully prepared being that today's the day. Meaning so. sweets like candy? Like, I don't or know. I anything mean, sweet. You know what I mean? Like, that's I, that's I had large, this conversation with her, and I was category. like, you know, you're going ha- to struggle because what that's a lot. Anything sweet, you're not allowed to eat fruit. I said you could probably eat a strawberry, right? Like that counts. But yeah, I'm not giving up anything because I'm already making a ton of sacrifices. So <laughs> Chris Payne's life- coming in. Good morning, bro. He says giving up baseball. So I guess we I think all we all are. Right? are. Um, and you giving up anything for uh, Lent? No. No. Okay. He's an antichrist. All right. We're cool with that too. Uh, but yeah, so if you're giving up anything, good luck for the next 40 days and 40 nights. Uh, what are you giving up there, uh, Dina? Fast food. What? Yep. Good luck. Another one. That's actually, you know what? I don't eat fast food a, a lot anymore. It's not that I would go and and like like indulge in fast food because I don't eat meat. So like, what would anybody like me go get fast food for? I'm saying like like French fries, things like that. So Yo, maybe crazy. not fast you're food high. restaurants. Well, you're I eat high. Meat. <laughs> yeah, but I eat but meat, so I have choices. You not eating meat is a develop new development to me. I don't. You didn't know that? No. Wow. He's See, a carbivore? Like the more you know. First of all, you don't get to, that's trademark. You don't get to use that. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, I don't eat meat. Oh I, I've stopped eating meat when I was like seven years old. Wow. Yeah. All right, I'm back. What was wrong? What happened? No, I was just doing research on things. Oh, okay. Uh, I hope everybody's doing good out there. Uh, be sure to like this video and subscribe to the channel. Picked up another one last night. It's like we trickled down the one. Had a nice little response to yesterday's video. So thank you guys for watching, sharing, doing everything that you guys have done. So um, do that again today. So we want to we wanna definitely change the mood around here because I know there's a lot of people out here who are very hostile because of everything going on with baseball. And uh, yesterday we kind of got the news. We were still here. We actually redid our... <laughs> office for the 14th time since we've been here in a year but we did get the word that you know the latest thing was rejected we'll get into that in a second um first and foremost uh on a personal front happy four months to my boy miles i know you're watching i know you're listening uh, i know you can comprehend everything that dad is saying so yes happy four months to my little man um uh dad chat go check that out that is an app that we use uh, secondary to the Facebook group. Hopefully one day, just make the full transition over to Dat Chat. Uh, we're at 198 members, so almost probably going to get over the 200 member mark uh, within the next day or two. So that's growing. So we're happy about that. Shout out to my boy Glenn for that one. Um, dude, little craziness. We won't get too far into it, but that like, I think it was Mark, who, our, our Canadian friend, our brethren from Cana- uh, Canada, Canada, brought up the Cain Velasquez thing. Tagged everybody. There's like 14 tags going on. Um, wow. Yeah, man. Little, little crazy on At this first, front. Look, it's tough because what we're doing is we get we get information and we start making jokes about things because that's what we do. We're, we're a live show. We don't have all the information. Truth. And, you know, we were making a couple jokes about Cain going out and shooting some people, but looking at the story now... I guess I could kind of relate to why Kane. It wasn't like Kane Velasquez went out and just said, you know what, fuck this, fuck life. I'm going to go kill some people. He had some motive, um, which makes it an actual crime, more more so a crime now. Yeah. Um, but uh, allegedly, what the story is, is that his, a relative of his, they did not disclose which relative, son, nephew, um, daughter, I have no idea, but a relative of his was sexually assaulted at a daycare, Ooh. and what Cain Velasquez did was he strapped up and he I went would. out and did what a lot of guys absolutely in do. What Cain Velasquez would go did. out and do. The problem is, is that can't do it. There was you can't do it because <laughs> that makes you a what, Dave? A uh, a vigilante. A vigilante. That makes Cain Velasquez a vigilante. You are not allowed to take the law into your own hands. I fought the law um, and the law. Now, won. now I'm, I'm sure in the court of public opinion, Cain Velasquez will win this case, but that's not. It's not going to happen. You don't get tried in the court of public opinion. And the major issue here is that there was two gentlemen in the car. And I say gentlemen loosely because this guy clearly is, you know, 
he's an abuser. He 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 sexually assaulted somebody, so he's not a gentleman. But his stepfather was with him in the car, and the guy that he was aiming for, he did not hit, but he did hit the stepfather, and he's in critical but but stable condition. So he didn't murder anybody. He didn't murder anybody, but he attempted to murder somebody. But when you say murder, it has to be premeditated. I don't know. The bullet didn't hit the guy he was after, so. <laughs> I don't even know if you can make an involuntary manslaughter charge. Is you that could even definitely change this around. There's no way. Yeah, but once the story gets out to the courts, Kane it's is like, definitely in a little bit of uh, hot water, and I don't think that it's possible that he does no jail time when it comes to all this. So sucks. with a deadly weapon. Yeah, it's something. It's something. He will get something. But again, I'm Team Kane on this one. I know all dads are out there. Team yeah, Kane on I mean, this I'm one. definitely Team Kane. Anybody but with I'm a definitely younger nephew also or niece. On, on the team of like not shooting somebody who had. Nothing to do with it, whether the guy is a scumbag or not, or what was said. I have no idea. But the stepfather was the one that got shot. So that's a, that's the major issue I have here. Yeah, it sucks. Um, speaking of, of negative things like this Cain Velasquez thing, I decided to up my units last night uh, because in this chat in particular, there was barking about Purdue minus three. Purdue minus three. Kyle, are you here? Are you with us today? I don't know if you are. I know we talked about your uh, situation he had a, yesterday. Yeah, he, was, he had an appointment at the uh, at one of the sleep centers, which is what people do when they come into money. I would imagine. I uh, I haven't slept well in my life, and I have never thought of going. I to was the sleep told. Center. I was told it's for that sleep I, apnea. Yeah, well, I was told that <laughs> I have, have that something for going wake on apnea? too. Huh? Do they have it for awake apnea? I've been having so many encounters. <laughs> so with people many encounters. Have crazy breathing issues while awake. <laughs> Just no, but yeah, but um, yeah. So Kyle, hope you're <laughs> hope you're doing well. Uh, but yeah, I was actually told that like, hey, uh, by the way, you stop breathing sometimes, and I was like, what? And she's like, yeah. I was like, hmm, it's probably not good. Yeah, I know dude, my dad. That that's dude, how Reggie White. Houses, that's how Reggie like, White passed away. Sleep apnea. Who? Reggie White. Oh man. Yeah. So it's oh, like it's definitely. Bunk up with Kyle at the sleep it's, center. It's definitely something that um, it could it could be an issue. <laughs> it could definitely be an issue. You're not resting well. I'm not a doctor, but you know, breathing well in your sleep is important. Just like not eating before bed, kind of the same same thing. Um, yeah. Facebook so, user. Facebook user. Hello. Join us on YouTube, please. The link is in there. I think. I think I uh, hooked that up. But join us on YouTube so I know who the heck you are. Um, what you call? Uh, story I read was it was one of his kids. The perp's mom ran uh, ran the daycare center. Wow. Yeah, so, so it's a loaded, it's, I'm sure the details are a little crazy tri- over there. trickling out, but yeah. when it, there's an ongoing investigation, I'm sure that there's things that they're not going to release to the public just yet, but yeah, I'm sure a lot of it also is public information if they you will find it. But yeah, anyway, back to my uh my What's minus going three. on, Stimmy OG? How you doing, buddy? Yeah, what's going on, bro? Um as far as the minus three, uh, they wound up losing the game <laughs> to Wisconsin. Uh, Wisconsin won by three. According to Scoop, that was the last thing I read before I shut my eyes. So, Scoop, you're the last thing I thought about before Bank, I went to sleep Banks open. Night. That was an incredible Banks finish. Banks open, though. and I went to sleep. I was like, you know, I just know. Based off of the mood and the vibe I got, I didn't have to look. I was like, I just lost that bet. I'm going to sleep. Like, just based off of Scoop's uh that's, that's hilarious. Kyle was watching the Purdue-Wisconsin game a while at the sleep center, and then his blood pressure spiked. They came in to ask him what was wrong. He's like, nothing. Purdue sucks. So he, they try and put you in, test you out. They're like, hilarious. worst sleep apnea Welcome, of all Kyle. time. And it's not, not, bro. Purdue just fucking sucks. <laughs> it's like uh, Major League Two. That like, is, that what's is wrong, sir? Oh, yeah, I love this stuff British right stuff. That's good. That's good. <laughs> Kyle sent a picture to the chat, and I was like, dude, what the hell? Uh, yeah, I didn't happened? know what. He's like, oh, motorcycle accident. I, was, I believed him for a second. I was like, dude, I didn't even know you had a motorcycle. <laughs> Let alone like you would go ride one during the middle of the Purdue game. Wait, did you actually believe him? For a split second, because look, Kyle's got money and nothing to spend it on at this point. So I was like, did he just go out and fucking get a motorcycle? How many midlife crises do you think Kyle's going to have where he's going to get more um, shit? Just based off of a whim, you know, he got. I the, mean, like, got the look, Oral Roberts look, bro, I started Chop Sports. It's like <laughs> that's your midlife, midlife crisis? crisis, bro. I'm it's here starting a company, a YouTube channel. Oh, you know what boy. else? What's more midlife crisis than starting a YouTube channel in your late thirties? I don't know if it gets any more midlife Dude, crisis you than stop. that. <laughs> oh fuck! Damn it! <laughs> what? I just had a, an, a like an epiphany that I'm dying. Oh, <laughs> I'm like old. Now he's gonna have his actual. I, you know what crisis. I thought about the other day though? I thought about this. I'm 36, right? So if I live till I'm 72, which God willing, I do, I've only lived half my life. That's only crazy lived to me. or already lived? Only. Damn, I feel like there's a, more down the road that's for me. A, that's a very optimistic outlook for someone yeah. like you. I mean, like I definitely feel like I'm over my hill. Listen, you know that's that's tomorrow. The I'm going to see Doctor Dick. The same. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna o- over the hill. <laughs> Listen, I, I think I've only. Bro, lived I remember half my, my life. father's fortieth birthday party. 
And like it seems like it was a couple weeks. Ago. I remember my dad's fiftieth birthday party. I don't know how I remember that fifty. You know, <laughs> you ready? My speech was. It was in the backyard. Um, had a beer. I had about twenty Coronas that night. It was ridiculous. Me and my to, boys. You would have to put a fucking gun to my head to make me give a speech at any. I mean, I, it was an impromptu. I literally just to the greatest dad I ever had, and I and everybody's like, "What?" And I was like, "To the only dad I ever had." So yeah, it was rough. Tough sledding. Happy birthday, Dad, in July. <laughs> so I'll throw that out there. Um, anyway, 40 for it. Oh, my God. Payne, you're 40, bro? Same, same, bro. Dude. I'll, be, I'll be 40 in May. Yeah, but Payne, it's, I don't know. Payne's like a, he's a little bit of a Nancy boy. He, like, he, you know, he, he worries about his image every three seconds. He puts on the, the suit and the NYPD. The, the guy that spent more money on gear. Yes, than, that's than what I'm saying. So now he's turning 40. Damn, Payne, you're in trouble now, bro. I think it's time for a wrestling comeback, Payne. What do you say? You and me, tag team, right? Let's just one more run, right? <laughs> one more luxurious run with Tommy uh, D as our be, manager. It'll be with against me and a guest, some special guest wrestler that oh, I might okay. or might not have a phone call with later. Wow, you know how we had this conversation yesterday, Mark? Because I'll be 39 this month. We had this conversation yesterday. I said, I wonder how old this guy is. He's either 14 or he's our age. <laughs> and we were right on one side. I'm a Nancy. You're a whole husky vegetarian. <laughs> I mean, I see no lies in that in that statement. He, he admitted that he's a Nancy, even though I've never met the guy. But oh Abe, you know, you could be a husky I veggie. Love Chris Payne, husky. a husky veg. I haven't called a husky in like a long time, man. Isn't wait until like tomorrow, Payne. I'll text you on the side and what's going on tomorrow. And let's just say. So Natty McNatterson's Facebook, going away, dog. Facebook users dropping clues as to who he might be. Now it's Tom Brady and I are the same age, two weeks apart. Well, that's cute. Who the <laughs> fuck are you? <laughs> Facebook user, please do me a favor. Come on down to YouTube. It takes three seconds. Also, like Click the video on. and subscribe. Yes, like this the video is a clear indicator that you have not subscribed to the yeah, YouTube channel. This is channel. a clear indicator that this is your first rodeo. Let's okay. get it going, buddy. All right, so let's get to some uh, stuff. I know we don't want to talk about it too much in length, but the MLB lockout is officially official. Official, like it goes beyond it because now we're starting to cancel MLB games. The first two series of the MLB season have been canceled, uh, not postponed. Not we'll make it up later in September. They're done. It's off the schedule, and we're, we're it's a wrap, right? Manfred went on record and has done, whoa, well, you know what? You were right with the headline. He changed the God headline. damn it, yeah. Chris. Chris, damn my man. Chris. That's all right. I should have just left that MLB go lockout graphic that I've had. To, I was going to say, you could have just beat through. it one more time. Just go back to the name but, text. But Manfred, that's embarrassing. Manfred, uh, he finally spoke, right? And, yeah. and I think that he should have not have spoke, but I guess you have to speak when now effectively – you know, official. Well, it's, your it, team. If is you're going to make uh, a wave like that and cancel some games, yeah, there's going to be some answering questions at that point. And he asked the que- he was asked the question that everybody wants to to know the answer to, and we already kind of do. But I just wanted to hear it out of his mouth, and he gave nothing. He was asked, <coughs> excuse me, pretty directly. Um, you know, you said that the lockout was meant to start up negotiations, which we I made this a headline, and this was like my major gripe a couple weeks back. You made the you made the lockout to spark negotiations with the players where you locked them out and it took 45 days. What took so long? And now with the clear indication that the games are canceled, like that's what took so long. They wanted to put the the pressure on the players that now games are being missed, now you're missing paychecks. They didn't even want to even have a real talk until that day. And now that we're out games, you're, you're they're painting the narrative as if they did everything in their power look they they made their final proposal and like you said yesterday that it was a this is it take it or leave it proposal you know damn well that the players aren't going to take that proposal because you barely succeeded anything the players have definitely budged more now i am tired of the the narrative of like millionaires and billionaires yes 100 percent. that's a correct statement but if the billionaires are getting 99 percent of an inflation, you know, like everything is inflated. Prices are up. Everything is up. The players want their, their allotted amount in that said inflation. And it's, that's the way it should go. Inflation, I eh? I mean, a, yeah. Inflation. Don't a. worry about it. We're going to fix it. Go get them. Go get them. Don't even start. Don't even start. I think honestly though, right now, Manfred, if you put him on the list of like most hated men in, in America, you would probably have him and Putin in like a neck and neck race right now. This Man. is actually a good point out of uh, Hawaii, Mike. Jeter quitting now as opposed to uh, closer to the winter meetings is indicative of how the owners negotiating is not in good faith. So they're just they're just corrupt. Well, I mean, it's it's jerk offs at this just point. Just plain as day, it's they're they're doing this a lot like how um, Big Pharma would do it or a 
political party would do it where they pull the wool over your eyes. But in this case, you don't have a divide. All baseball fans are, are either largely like they don't really care. They're like either I'm done with baseball, which is all bullshit. Or they're done with or the Or they're just done with it until they hear about baseball. They're not really paying attention to what's actually happening with the lockout. Not taking a side per se. But anybody that is taking a side in terms of fans, they're all on the player side. Yes. You know, 100%. at least anybody that's clamoring about it. There might be people that are the Kyles of the world that are just going in there and trolling and acting like, oh, come on, the, the players should just play. But the reality is, you know, nobody in their position would. Nobody. Right. I agree. Well, it sucks. But uh, a scoop did mention uh, before that being that the, the first two or six games or whatever, the first two series are canceled. We should definitely redraft the lottery as well in the fantasy baseball season. So I think we That's should. That's fine. That. I know the website that I could just rig it. So <laughs> I'm good. We could redraft as many times as you want. Oh, guys. my it's goodness. Fun. All right. Well, I'm before we get loaded at one, though. <laughs> before we get on to some of the uh, the better stuff, the more positive stuff, the more uplifting stuff, you're, you're pointing to the right. How, how do you miss point to your own self? Because I'm looking at. Don't even worry about that. You point to yourself and it'll work. I promise. I was looking at it and I'm point, I pointed to it like, on myself. But, but no, you, side, like, if you knew you were going to point to yourself. You could have just pointed to yourself. So, And it would have showed up the right way right, on I, if, camera. If you knew you were pointing <laughs> to yeah. yourself, right? So Am I if, wrong? if you knew, you're making it look like I, or you're making it like I, I made a conscious decision to point to the wrong side. <laughs> Like I knew if I knew I'm pointing to myself, it's like, no, I tried to do it all correct. It, it just didn't happen that way. Leave me alone. All right. Leave me the fuck alone. Well, all right. Well, guess what, folks? You're never going to believe this, but support for the Chop Sports Daily is brought to you in part by Manscaped, who is the best men's below the waist grooming. Uh, Manscaped offered precision engineered tools. Uh, yep. Tools for your family jewels. Manscaped recently launched the ultimate men's hygiene bundle, the performance package 4.0. Join over 4 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped with this exclusive offer for you. That's 20% off right now, manscaped.com. Head on over to there. Enter the promo code CHOPSPORTS. You're going to get 20% off. And no, it's not 8 million balls anymore. That's what we wrote here. But yes, there are people out there with one singular ball, but you could still groom it. Keep it good, right? It wasn't... Uh, uh, what's are you about to blow somebody's whole world Yeah, up? I shouldn't yeah. blow his own. Like, <laughs> It's like, yeah, he has one ball you now, knew, Dave. You knew where I was going with it. That's how you know we're finishing. What about like sentences. an empty sack? Just like a... He said he wanted to put a micro machine no, where that nut would go. Just like, what if you have no balls and you just have to like a like a an empty raisin sack? I mean, sometimes it looks like that. You know? <laughs> like, it depends on the day. You got to that the, one, you're definitely going to have to bat wing to get, inside, to get the clippers to work. Inside the performance package, you'll find the lawnmower. 4.0 trimmer, which is by far the greatest ball trimmer ever um, of all time, ladies and gentlemen, all time. And actually, you know, not for nothing, it does work everywhere else. So you want to shave down below? Great. But guess what? That thing is a beast, right? So if you want to shave your arms, you want to shave your head, you want to shave whatever you want to shave, the trimmer works. Just make sure you wash it because, I mean, if you go you go downstairs and then you go upstairs, it's just... Um, it does come with a 400 LED light so you can shave in the dark. Uh, it's also waterproof. For crying out loud. So now you can go into the shower and not make a big old mess in the bathroom. Piss off your wife or your girlfriend or your boyfriend or whatever you're, you're doing. Um, it has the weed whacker, ear and nose trimmer, ladies and gentlemen. So make sure you take care of the nostrils and the ears. Um, it's just a bad look. I'm telling you right now, if I've ever seen anybody with like a long nose hair coming out, you're either old or you just don't care about yourself. Take your nuts. Stretch the skin tight like paper. <laughs> <laughs> That's a perfect. He's not wrong. He's I don't the know bad way. It, it bad sounds like a movie quote or it something. It is. It's from uh, the waiting. Oh yeah, come on. Uh, the crop preserver ball deodorant uh, currently uh, using right now, uh, and crop reviver are exactly what they sound like. They're going to keep your balls nice. <laughs> And so I'm good. confused by scoop, scoop, uh, keep your live read going. Oh, good, yeah, good. Bad. I didn't mean to get twenty percent off right now. Manscaped.com. What are you? You're rolling your eyes. It's hilarious it? what I'm about to say. All right, twenty percent off, please and thank you. Your balls will thank you. And I was going to get right to the lilac thing, but go ahead. What, um, what do you got? So, scoop. Are you asking me if I don't mix a Mexican with continental? Or are you? That's another. Line from waiting. Are you talking about like a continental gooch? No. Oh, like, no, is that a no, thing no. that I'm like urban dictionary thing that I'm not some aware garlic of? salt? <laughs> That's such a good. They're, you, they're quoting. They're quoting. Waiting. Actually all right, quote. all right, stop. They're not asking you. I know. Can't stop forget, quoting movies. He's not a movie guy. Can't forget the bottom of your feet. I almost Stimmy, made the same joke. I said, Stimmy, did you shave your palms yet? Did you or, did you actually order your manscaper? Yeah, dude. No, like, seriously. Like, in all honesty, guys. 
please do this. Like, yeah, it like, will we help do this. Job it's funny. If you do guys this, to funny. Do this. Keep doing it. So order them so we could keep in relationship. Yes. Our relationship with Manscaped. Yes. And then we could keep on joking about shaving our booty holes. There we go. Stimmy is a hobbit, apparently, according to the scoop. All right. So before we get into the NFL Combine and mock draft season and all that good shit, Dina has something from Lilac and Sage Boutique. Ladies and gentlemen, Lilac and Sage Boutique is a veteran-owned and Elio spouse-operated boutique based out of North Carolina. Their goal is to continue their service by providing affordable clothing to other hardworking women. They ship orders all over the world. Be sure to check them out at lilacsageboutique.com and join their mailing list so you don't miss out on any new arrivals. Use promo code CHOP10 to receive 10% off your purchase. You know, myself and Gooch are both getting a little older. One of the first things to go is your vision. Thank goodness for our hookup over at Absolute Eyewear in Woodbridge, New Jersey, right on Main Street next to the train station. They have glasses for all ages, all budgets. They have safety glasses, sports glasses. They are a full-service powerhouse offering eye exams and even free lenses for the kids. They work with BCBS, AAA, AARP, giving massive discounts. They're open five days a week, closed on Wednesdays and Sundays. Call 732-326-3937 to get your first pair of Ray-Ban, Burberry, Coach, Polo, you name it, they got it. Go see Craig and Johnine right now. You know who just uh, DM me, uh, DM me and now texted me, Gooch, is uh, Sean Redden, our boy hey, from Sean. Florida, right? So apparently, didn't know this, the more you know, you get to know somebody, um, he's a writer. So he's going to start blogging for ChopSportsMedia.com and get some of his mock drafts and all that draft analysis and all that stuff out there into the world so there's stuff we can refer to we can look at it instead of looking at Kuiper every day or anybody like that or Todd Archer yeah, that's, or Jay that's or a, a, a big thing for 2022 is to revisit the whole Chop Sports blog series we got a little bit of breaking news that the Giants just cut Kyle Rudolph uh, according to uh, Kyle Kerms Kyle Rudolph completely distoasts stepson what yeah I heard that story. I didn't hear that story that's a good story I I mean, One day, it's a we'll have toast on it to talk yeah, about. It's, it's a good to story. Sign a footballer talk but careful him. getting toast to talk about autograph stories because then you'll be there for three hours because apparently he met fucking everybody. Well, I mean, he goes, he he's probably been every at game. every single airport and known to man and probably has seen somebody at some point, no matter what. All right, so look, guys, it is NFL draft season because the combine goes down tomorrow. Quarterbacks, tight ends, and wide receivers, I believe. Uh, might even be offensive linemen, too. Not sure about that. But it goes down tomorrow in prime time. Now, the reason why we bring this up is because, thank God, because there's football now. Because you don't, there's, baseball is just, screw you guys. If you don't want to play, don't play. We'll still have stuff to talk about because it's draft season. Um, on ESPN.com, which, again, it's not one of the websites that I recommend you going to. But if you want to go check this out, it's written by Jordan Reed and NFL Nation. They put out an article today. Uh, basically showing each and every one of the NFL teams, their needs, uh, their salary cap situation, their draft capital, right? So basically giving you an idea of what teams have what. <clears throat> the teams that I definitely want to focus on are the teams with multiple first-round picks, right? I mean, yeah. and that's actually covering on a local front because it's Philly, it's the Giants, it's the Jets. So the tri-state area are littering this NFL draft with picks. Um, so I guess I'll start... With uh, did you know that uh, Philadelphia is not in the tri-state area? I just had to clarify right. that. Are you sure? I am. Tri-state. What's the third state? Connecticut. Shit, you're right. You are right on that one. I'm not about to argue that. Um, <clears throat> so the tri-state area is is represented from, you know, you got uh, uh, the New York Giants and New York Jets. There you go. Tri-state area is represented. I feel like we've too. had this literal thing happen on one of our episodes before. Uh, more than likely. I'm not all that great in geography. Um, but I will start with the New York football Jets. Let's go with the Jets here. So right now, the Jets have uh, a ridiculous amount of money to spend. Robert Sala going into his second year. Um, they're $47.5 million in the green. So they got money. Their draft capital is what fascinates me. Uh, is that in the first round, they have the fourth pick and the 10th pick. Uh, so two first-round picks, not only that, but two top-ten picks, which, by the way, we all know and we've had conversations. And, and they also have two top-ten picks in the second round. Well, that well, yeah, that's so four out of the first, like, 32. 38. So they pick okay, fine. fourth, tenth, fifth, 35th, 38th. So that's it's a lot of draft capital. But the problem is you better hit home runs on all these picks because when time comes, and we've seen it with, with some of these rookies that are expiring on their deals – 
um, they're going to need to get paid all at the same time. So this is going to be a, a great situation probably in year two, unless you really hit a home run. Um, but looking at these guys, as far as needs are concerned, as far as the uh, the Jets, I want to say more so on the defensive side of the ball, edge rusher, safety corner. Um, they do need a tight end. Stay the frig away from Dalton Schultz. I know there's been rumors to link to that, but now, hey, listen, Kyle Rudolph is now available. Go get Kyle Rudolph. He's great. Um, notable free agents. I mean, that's it's you know that's another thing. Marcus May. They have to figure that out. Um, they also have to figure out if they want to bring back Braxton Berrios, a key contributor to some of their offensive of stuff last year. Jamison Crowder. So uh, Joe Flacco, which I'm sure they don't give a shit about, and Mike White, the legend that is, is also a free agent. <clears throat> so there won't be any more Mike White. <clears throat> Well, he's restricted. Help me out here he's restricted. He's restricted. <gasps> okay. Right. But yeah, I think Braxton Berrios is a guy that they'll look to bring back. But as far as the draft goes, in terms of team needs, I can't imagine them going anywhere else other than offensive tackle or offensive line early. <laughs> Got to help Zach right, Wilson right stay away. Up right. Um, they're lucky in the they're lucky to be in the position that they they don't have to look at any quarterbacks in this draft because there really are none. And I'm not going to sit here and say that Zach Wilson isn't going to be a good quarterback because the jury's not out on him. Yeah, there's no a way. way too much football to be played for that guy and. He really didn't have much help around him this year. Uh, I think that being that they have their quarterback and they could just kind of put the quarterback situation to rest, if that's going to work, that's really what's going to make the Jets tick more so than even this draft class is, is uh, Zach Wilson going to be the man, which hopefully for the Jets' sake he is. But, yeah, man, like they don't have to nail all four of these picks, but you would like to see them get some starters for the next four or five years out of the top three. I can't see them going anywhere other than edge and and offensive line with the first two though. Everything yeah. else will fall into place. They have decent the defense, receivers. <clears throat> the defense was um, statistically, historically, one of the worst defenses that they've had. So there's a chance that you reach a little bit at the four, the ten, probably the ten. At the four, you want to get probably the best offensive lineman possible, whoever that may be. But at the ten, you might want to draft a corner. What they're saying here in this article <laughs> is Ahmad. Ready for this? Ahmad Gardner. His nickname: the Sauce. Mm. <laughs> Copyright That's infringement. That's Cincinnati guy? Yes, it is. He didn't allow a, like a catch in his career in college. Uh, he's doing rather in, well. Insane, yeah, so insane numbers. That could be a, a prospect that the Jets look into because they got to fix their corners. Um, they got to fix their defense as a whole. Uh, but then again, I think about, like, you, you're, you know, we're talking about Zach Wilson, and I'm like, well, they also need somebody to throw to. You know what I mean? And I don't know if you're – are you relying on some of these guys to develop even more, like your Mims of the world? Well, or not like, necessarily Mims. I think that he's a bag of shit at this point. Oh, okay. But Elijah Moore. <laughs> Elijah I think Moore a lot of promise, promise surrounding yes. Elijah Moore. Um, who? There's somebody else. They got Corey Davis. So, so they're spending some money on on the receiver position in Corey Davis. Not much, but maybe a little too much on him. Now. Vinny said it too. He's coming back and and kind of rebuttling you. Gardner didn't allow more than like nine yards in college. Yeah, it was insane. Nine <laughs> yards in college, not even in a game. In four like, years or college. three years. Is he the, is he the best corner in the draft? You would have to assume, right? I mean, come on. Yeah, there there might be a guy from like a bigger school that they might look he at. Said, as sorry, a thirteen yards he was, as he the comparison, corrected. but. If I'm picking a corner, I'm not. I'm picking the guy that didn't give up any yards. I don't give a shit what. He's clearly locking people down. The competition might be a little bit less at Cincinnati, but Cincinnati played a decent schedule. They almost got into the playoffs. Yeah, I mean, well, they, they did get into the did. playoffs. Yeah, that's right. So we'll see. I mean, that's where the Jets stand right now. The fourth, the tenth. Uh, look for them to draft offensive line and I, more. I, than I could also corner. see being that they're in a very similar situation that the Bengals were. Okay, right, where they you would say like they need offensive line help, but because it's so deep at offensive tackle and offensive line in this draft. I could easily see them maybe using the first two picks on defense, like maybe you were saying, corner edge, and then getting whatever falls to them late uh, or early in the second round, I should say, and take the best alignment available at that point. Because you could get starting caliber linemen later. You could get them anywhere, really. You get well, any position. I think the Bengals proved that. The Bengals proved that they addressed it a I little mean, bit. Just historically around the league, you look at the guys that are starting in, at offensive line. There's some guys that are blue chip guys, but. You know, there's a lot of guys that just find their deep, way. It's always a deep class, no matter yeah. what. There's always big hosses in the first round. Or at least just off, off note, just personal knowledge of offensive linemen that were uh, really good. Where was Bakhtiari drafted? Fifth round. There you go. And then I think Elton Jenkins was a fourth round pick. So they're, they're our two best linemen. There right. you go. Or the latter, Zach Martin, 14th overall. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, you're going to find of course. the gems, and you're also going to find the gems deep as well. So the New York Giants finished 4-13 and last year. Brian Dable going into his first 
NFL season as a head coach, Joe Sh- uh, Shine, Shine, Shane, 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 <laughs> Joe Shane entering his first season, a whole new regime, and now all of a sudden we're getting word that Kyle Rudolph has been diced. So that means they are not afraid to make some moves during the combine week, in which I said that yesterday, that sometimes people make these moves now because they have these aspirations to draft. You have to make some space. They only have, well, actually, we talked about this the other day. The Giants are 11.1 over. That's before the Kyle Rudolph move. So I don't know how much that saves are off the top of my head. Overthecap.com uh, is, is my go-to with that, just to see how much they would save there. But their draft capital, talk about expensive. Fifth overall pick, the seventh overall pick. So now they're they're in the top 10 twice again. Same thing. Round two, second round 36th. They got two third round picks, one fourth round pick. They got a lot of capital. They got a whole new regime, Gooch. Right now, they're notable free agents. They either have to bring back or figure something out about. Jabril Peppers, good player. You have to kind of tiptoe around that one because of the fact that you gave up Beckham, right, for, for yeah. Peppers. So that was a – you don't want to make that look so stupid, right? You got to probably bring him back. Lorenzo Carter, very good offensive uh, – outside linebacker. I like him personally. Evan Ingram, goodbye. I think Evan Ingram's gone. So that means with Rudolph gone and Ingram gone, the Giants are, need to fill a hole at tight end. So I don't say that they're not going to probably use any of this early draft capital on a tight end. There's no Kyle Pitts out there this year. Uh, and Nate but there's Solder also, there's also. also probably going to be some – you know, some stopgap tight end options in the free agents class this year. So the Giants, I think they'll be able there to There is a lot. That's I mean, an easy position to fill if you're not really looking to make it a, the... It's not putting them over the hump. You know, the Giants are just trying to get competitive again. So I don't think a tight end is a, like a big glaring need considering how much else they have going on. Mm. I think the main issue going into the Giants season is obviously the Daniel Jones thing. And are they going to get a veteran quarterback to push him or to just take the job from him altogether? And... Saquon's pretty much going into a lame duck year at this point, right? This is his fifth year. This Ooh. is Saquon's fifth year, I believe. It's yeah, his because he's been rumored they to be traded. Up the option, and now there's, I mean, I don't know that anybody's going to give up anything significant to take on Saquon. Mm-mm. There might Not be there point. might be a coach out there that fell in love with Saquon years ago that might kick the tires on it, but. It's not that you'd have to give up anything. It's just that you're going to have to inherit that $7 million cap hit. And at this point, $7 million for Saquon, you're like, oh, that's not that bad. But when he doesn't play five games for you, it right. becomes a lot it's worse. The, it's the injury factor. Joe Palumbo actually came in with a, a good one. I you know how we talked about this yesterday? Like, don't say names like during a live draft, right? Don't, don't name drop because, you know, you get upset about it. He not, he dropped the guy that I want at 24. So the fact that Joe Palumbo wants Lindenbaum at 7. You know, he's the best center in the draft. He's from Iowa. He's one of the biggest dudes out there. He's, he's gritty. He's good. I've done some research on him. I want Dallas to get him. You do get your center for the next seven to ten years. He's that dude. He's like that breed. You know, the centers are a different breed. Yeah. They're just a different breed of guy. There's and Lindenbaum is the guy. If the Giants get him. Zero percent chance I'm taking a center at seven. I just won't do it. You got to build the offensive line, man. I, I mean, this it. is the way to do it. I mean, uh, I don't know. But according to this, uh, this article... Project, uh, prospect to watch at the combine is Ikem Ikwananu. Yeah, he, he's he's he, the guy that shot up offensive tackle from NC State. So he's the guy, regardless, he, yeah, I mean, he's I think he's rumored or now the odds-on favorite. Which I wanted to do this. I know that's what Kyle. And I said. kind of did. Which no, 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 not what Kyle said. I made notes for today's show. Mm-hmm. You know where they are? Where? They're in the other room. I have the. You want to no, it's fine. I can it's, get him. It's at this point because we're already, we're already two-thirds of the way done with the show. So, okay. <laughs> But this this specifically, I had the DraftKings odds for the first round, or the first pick overall in the draft, and this guy is now the odds-on favorite. So a couple weeks ago, I don't know if Kyle actually made that bet or not. but I, he, 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 the the way he was barking at it. It was a pretty sturdy number. Lindenbaum got rocked at the Penn State game. He bet, <laughs> he bet Iowa heavy and got rocked. Uh, well, that sucks. Uh, Steve Doucette. This is a weird draft. He said not a ton of quarterbacks. He also said uh, that it would be nearly impossible for the Giants to l- not win this draft. Like, this is their time to shine right now. And it's, like, I don't know if there's anybody. Like, offensive line, those guys that you're going to draft early are definitely day one. Get your ass in there and start, you know, learning this offense. You're starting this year, right? But, like, the guys that they draft later on, it might take a couple years to develop. Are the Giants a couple players away from being of the upper echelon of the NFC East at this at this point, no, because players, Daniel there are Jones a couple players away. One of those players is a quarterback, right? That's what I'm a saying. Good like, one, I don't but buy no, it. they're not right now. And and to answer Joe's question that I'm imagining is directed at me, would you take Pouncey at seven? No, <laughs> because he's a center. Because there's probably a guy in that draft that was better than Pouncey. 
that went after him. I and think the Dallas Cowboys took Travis Frederick. And if you, I don't look, remember at, if you look at where Pouncey number, went, he probably didn't go seventh. My guess is that he didn't. If he did, that's very, very high for a center. I would actually like to know what's the highest uh, center ever picked in an NFL draft. Or at least interior linemen. You could see guards maybe sometimes, but that's a good question. Highest what? Center? Highest center picked in the NFL draft. Highest drafted center. Center in NFL history. And that would be the Detroit Lions selected Ragnow with the 20th overall. So there the you 2018 go. draft. Yeah, so it's the highest center. It's a good indicator as to how the league thinks about these guys. So, you know, a better idea would it's a be quick little response a better there, Dave, good job. A better idea would be to maybe consider moving off of one of these picks because I don't think Lindblom is going 7th no matter who picks there. I think you could probably get him around 12, 13, 14, maybe even a little bit later. 24, 20, 20, 20. You know, where Ragnar went. So mm. maybe you trade and you try and add some capital to the second or third round because I would imagine at that spot, there's going to be some teams looking to jump up and get whatever guy they're coveting. So Joe Palumbo coming in the steal of the draft is wide receiver Sky Moore, flat out stud. So that's Sky Moore is definitely a name I've heard. Um, again, more draft coverage to follow. Uh, serious question from Payne. If you're 214, what is it? If you're two. Four team in the draft after watching Hutchinson top. versus oh top I'm gonna top. say top four team in the draft after watching Hutchinson versus Georgia where he was manhandled would yes. you be nervous about the kid's ability to play in the NFL absolutely yes. yes that's exactly what I said so like the Jets I know the Jets were coveted to take him at with their first pick but then he doesn't get there right does Detroit blow this you know because Detroit is gonna be sitting there at the two spot saying come on down you know what I mean like and he'll be the next whatever. He might be a bust. Now I'm saying Not a that bust, there's, there's like, probably a, a shit ton of film on this kid actually doing real well against uh, legitimate first-round talent in the Big Ten. Obviously, he's not a, a top three prospect for no reason. He had a bad game against a really good offensive line at that. So I'm not saying that he's not going to be a good player. But again, when you're when you're picking at that high, I'm looking for the biggest guarantee possible. And Steve Doucette coming in saying half the draft's going to be from Bama or Georgia. I mean, <laughs> I mean, isn't it always though? Like, at least Bama. Georgia this year, but dogs, it's always. I've at, been looking hard at Dean. I'm saying Georgia this year, mm. yes, but it's not always Georgia. Nah, it's always, always Bama, though, and Ohio State. All right. Moving off the, the New York football giants, and we'll stay with the NFC East in the Philadelphia Eagles, who went 9-8. and eight. <laughs> Nick Sirianni coming into his second year. Uh, Howie Roseman, still your GM. They have $22.7 million to spend. Um, when you look at their free agents, though, if they want to hold on to some of these guys, Derek Barnett. Uh, Rodney McLeod, Anthony Harris, Steve Nelson, Jordan Howard. Jordan Howard's going to probably go by. Um, Brandon Graham coming up, uh, the Achilles rupture, so that's going to be tough. Players to watch, according to this uh, this article, Jermaine Johnson the second out of Florida State. So they're looking edge rusher. Uh, when I look at the Eagles as a whole, I would say defensive side of the ball because I do believe and I don't like admitting this I do believe Jalen Hurts will be competent I think that his is all his receivers at least whether, at least the new kid or not is good. Jalen Hurts is going to be competent it's not time to move on from him considering this year's draft class and this year's right. crop it's not like there's right. a ready-made guy that they could just pluck out of thin air and put him in place of Jalen Hurts if Deshaun Watson gets cleared up maybe you could Say something like that would work, and he's the only guy. But nobody. And else Russell is, Wilson is officially gone on record saying Coast. he doesn't want to go to the East. I mean, money talks. We'll see, but I don't. I don't think you're going to see Russ get moved at all. Personally, I think the coach goes before that, and we'll we'll talk about Seattle in a little bit. But. Yeah. So, as far as the Eagles are concerned, I think, like I said, the the defensive side of the ball needs some work. Um, do I want to see a good edge rusher go to Philly? No, because then of course Dak's going to be on the run, right? So I don't want to see that shit. But. That's that's the need right now, and they have the space to do it. They have the draft capital to do it. So I would say, yeah, defensive side of the ball, and mainly what they're talking about is edge. They have a really good secondary. They actually have a good staff. They're losing a couple guys though, so you got to be. But careful. Darius Slay is there, right? So, I mean, Slay ain't Slay ain't the same guy he was. He had a very good season last year. And con- you have to like look at okay season. I mean, I'm not going mean, to fucking in a passing league. Look at his numbers. Darius Slay had a good year. Philly themselves had a really good year in the back end. That's just. That's just the stats. They struggled against getting the quarterback, and they were decent against the run, but they were very inconsistent. I don't know that there's much in this draft that they're going to fix with the offensive side of the ball. Mm-hmm. Uh, they could definitely use another wideout. Uh, I do believe that Devontae Smith is good, but he's not a number one. And Jalen Rager, mm-hmm. not even a player. Jalen Rager's bad. So, yeah, bad. defensive side of the ball, edge particularly, and then a playmaker on the outside for Philly. There's um, definitely some receivers out there. 
and there's definitely some edge guys. So the depth is there for them to clean up in this first round. Philly could come out of this looking a lot better, but historically, Philly is boxed. They have dropped the picks. ball. They have dropped the ball on a lot of their recent earlier picks. I mean, you want to grab some steals towards the back end and then be like, wow, that's a great value. But then you're looking at the some of the first round picks for the Philadelphia Eagles. They have not landed. You got um, Yeah. You got anything so. else that stands out? Stick. As you read over this whole, yeah, this article. I mean, there's a lot. I, I mean, like, over. if I had to like quickly say, like, off the top of my head, like Buffalo need a running back. I don't know, but they're in the back end, so maybe you do get the best running back available. Who knows? Um, Miami. This is interesting because Miami's coming in nine and eight off the nine and eight season with Mike McDaniel as a new coach. Um, they have sixty one million dollars to spend, and the only guys they're going to be losing key free agents are Emmanuel Agba, Mike Gesicki. We're talking about tight end who might be available. Uh, Nick Needham and Mac Hollins. So like they're not losing a lot of guys. Check out, and they're actually prospected to draft a running back and Kenneth Walker the third out of Michigan State. So I remember him. I remember yeah. him going absolutely ham I against the Rutgers see the Scarlet Dolphins, Knights. The Dolphins kicking the tires on a running back late, but I think that that's not as pressing of a need. It's more of a need for more you. You more likely see that out of a team like Buffalo because getting a running back to a team that you already have, like the pieces in place, Miami's not a running back away. And I think that they'd be better served maybe giving some free agent money to Melvin Gordon just to be safe. And I know that McDaniels is going to be committed to the run. So I would expect them to bring in a couple backs, just knowing how San Fran operated. And I mean, they the, have, like, what are they? If you look at every coach, every like, one of these coaches out of the Shanahan thing, like they're committed to the run. And you would expect that they're going to be committed to the run in Miami. Because I don't think Tua is really the guy to flick it around 40, 50 times a game. And it just looks weird. <laughs> yeah, and it's, it's very strange. Just an awkward If I'm delivery. looking at some things, I mean, there's three teams without a first-round pick. Chicago's right? one of them. Oh, then four teams. So it's... Uh, yeah, Chicago gave them to the, the, the New York. This is where I had my notes. Carolina, who they don't have a second-round pick. They mortgaged everything for Gilmore. But the first-round picks is Seattle. God damn it. What else? They Carry the show. Going. Carry the show. Carry the show. I'm, 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 it's like I don't have my notes, and you're, I'm stumbling on my words, and you walk away to tell me to fucking carry the show. But, yeah, He's Seattle. So I'm notes. just going to bring this on. Do you have the DK Metcalf graphic? Because right. I guess we'll bring that up. Go fuck yourself, Dave. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, DK Metcalf. The Seattle Seahawks don't have a first-round pick, and they have a lot of things going on in there. Oh, look at, look at you. Look at you. Where did you think I was going? I mean, I knew you were going to get the notes, but at a time where I was at a point where you're like, oh, good, keep going. I didn't have my notes, so I had nothing to say. Oh. And then you got up and walked away. I'm like, what the fuck is he doing? <laughs> I went to get your notes, bro. I was song. trying to do you a favor. Okay, so the Colts, the Seahawks, and the Rams. Okay. All right, so the Rams situation is interesting because they don't have a first-round pick, a second-round pick, a third-round pick. Because they said F them picks. Dog. They don't have a fourth-round pick. What? They have a fifth-round pick and two seventh-round picks. Now, if this reminds you of one thing, it reminds me of one thing. What do you think it is? Draft day? Madden. Right. Like, when you just load up, <laughs> trade all your picks to front I, end. See, when I play Madden, I go the other way. way. I'm like, yo, give me all the picks. No, I want, no. like, nine first-rounders. No, I'm, I'm straight up. I'm manipulating. I'm proving that the salary cap is a myth. You don't. You do not need the draft, right? <laughs> I'm all good with that. I used to love franchise mode. I used to play franchise mode and not actually play the games. Oh, similar. dude, same, same. Yeah. I would. You know, I would play the playoff games if my team. But got uh, moving on now to Seattle because I know we promised that we would talk about them later on. And here's um, later on. We're yeah, here, folks. we're and look, look at the headline. <laughs> <laughs> Fire. <laughs> it is. It is. In fact, true. The uh, Packers and Rogers are discussing oh my the deal. God, but yeah. So but that DK is Metcalf, so funny, dude. I mean, oh man. So DK Metcalf, you you read it yesterday or today or whenever you read it. There could be potential moves to be made for him to be shipped out of Seattle. Well, look, it's hypothetical. I don't buy this, and we love doing hypotheticals. Yeah, here. sure, but I don't. I don't buy giving away your best. Okay, I mean, is he the best receiver on the team? Yes, right. Yes. I mean, definitely uh, better than yeah, Lockett. I would right? say so. I would say he's a better look at him. I mean, the graphic's not there anymore, but you can pull it up for a second to see you can see his pecs. <laughs> there's um, his, there's his quads. Abs. Jesus Christ, he's a beast, abs. beast of a but man. But yeah, DK Metcalf, he's in his rookie deal still, right? So he's on his rookie deal, and he's a second round pick, so he hasn't gotten paid yet. I know Seattle's got a decent amount of money to spend. I think that they're pretty close to forty million, if not right around forty million. Mm -hmm. So. DK wants to get paid, I would imagine, and it, that time is coming. Is 34.8 is what they got. So Seattle isn't in the first round this year. Russell Wilson wants out of town or doesn't. I'm not sure exactly what to believe when it comes to that story. But DK Metcalf is definitely due for a contract, and, and apparently Seattle is looking to jump back into the first round 
in some way possible. If they were to do that, there's only two real ways that they would be able to uh, manipulate their roster to get back into the first round, and that would be either to A, trade Russ, which we all know that they're not really trying to trade Russ, or you trade DK because you could probably net a high first-round pick for him because he hasn't gotten a second deal yet. You find him a place that's going to give him the extension, right? So you don't have to worry about paying him. You get a first-round pick. You enter the first round. But then it presents the issue of, now, if you're going to trade Russell Wilson's biggest weapon, when he's already kind of clamoring to possibly get traded, you he trade DK. It's a very similar situation to what we have going on in over, over in Green Bay with, like, the Rodgers and, and Adams situation, only it's just not as publicized and right. not as important because nobody cares about the Seahawks. <laughs> Official. By the way, the Giants saved $5 million by cutting Kyle Rudolph right now. So How come he wasn't cut? Immediately. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. $5 million? Goodbye. Uh, so anyway. But, yeah, no, I uh, I agree with everything you just said about DK. Um, I don't know if there's any suitors out there that would are willing to. This is almost like a uh, a trade and sign because you're going to be stuck yeah. giving them that big 100%, money. 100%. But that's not first-round money, bro. second-round money. If you're looking around the league right now and you look at the draft capital that all these teams have and you go to Tennessee and you're like, oof. Julio. Like, it very rarely works out when you're trading for a guy. But when you're trading for a guy that's on his rookie deal still, so he doesn't, he has something to prove still. He hasn't been paid yet. And I just think it's a different situation when you're trading for a guy at his age. Is it a, yeah, go ahead, sorry. And I agree with you. If the Seattle Seahawks were in a position right now to make a move to contend, which I know going into last year, everyone was looking at like they were. I think it's pretty clear right now that there's serious issues going on in Seattle. And be, being that I think that they're almost in a rebuild, I think that they should possibly have Crazy. gotten rid of Pete Carroll. Yeah, Russ Wilson, you're in a rebuild? Really, like Pete Carroll, I think the, you know, the message ran its course in Seattle with him, and they're going to keep him around for, what, one more year? I don't know. I just can't stand his face. Yeah, I just think... The biggest way, the best way to start the rebuild would be to, to move on from DK because you got Russ, right? They should trade him for the Jets for a seventh rounder because they're so good at trading the, the team, to the Jets. The most intriguing <laughs> team that I saw on the entirety of that list was Buffalo. If Buffalo got DK, that would make so that DK would cause and serious, Stephon Diggs. serious issues with Josh Allen. Who you could take you? your running back and stick him right up your ass because I don't care who's running the ball. Devin Singletary <laughs> will do just fine in Buffalo. If Chris Payne DK. came in before asking if Jamal Adams was a bust following up a topic from the other day. Speaking of Seattle, he's yes. sitting there. Yes. He can't catch for shit. I'm so glad well, the he Dallas wasn't a bust. He wasn't a bust for the Jets because he played well well enough for them to get all of Seattle's first-round picks right. for and the now he turned out to be years. not as good. So, yeah, the Jets, it worked out for them, but... Seattle, not so much. Kind of like the Roy Williams situation with Detroit. How, you know, and I'm not meaning this to drag Dallas, but they ended up drafting Roy Williams. It didn't work out, but they got a first-round pick for him later. So who who did they get with that pick? Did it work out? If so, then that pick was actually a good pick. What are you talking about? Wait, time out. Talking time. about how when you trade for when you when you draft talk about player, that. I'm talking about that scenario you just gave. Like, like when the when the Detroit Lions drafted Roy Williams. Yes. And then they traded him to Dallas for a first round for a first round. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So, so you're wondering who that turned into? Yes. I got you. Okay. Because I was like, wait, we didn't. Do, I was like, we didn't. We haven't gotten a first round pick for anybody in so long. <laughs> what yeah, are you talking yeah, about? No. Uh, but yeah, so might get one for Cooper. No, I don't think so. Second, he's like 26 years old, 27 years old, 26 years old, still young. Look, Amari mm -hmm. Cooper. If I don't want to trade Amari Cooper. It, it, I know the, market, that's, that's the thing, thing is, it's about the market. I don't think the Cowboys are in a position of strength when it comes to moving on from Cooper, other than just cutting him and just saying, forget it. We're, we're done with it because we're. But if they could drive the price up because there's a couple suitors, then yes, they could possibly get a first round pick. But I'm not seeing that happen. Just got a text from uh, Dr. Sean Basinger popped up on my phone. Do I want his Rangers tickets tonight? Want to go see some hockey, bro? Wants to go see some hockey? Yeah, yeah. To catch the train right here. We don't have to get hammered. We just I'm go sure watch he's some got hockey. Some good seats. He does. I've sat in them. They're great. Yeah. Something, something to think about. Something to mull over I as mean, we get on with like our day. Pencil us in for a yes. <laughs> so, as I sit here in the hoodie and sweatpants. But hey, listen. Hey, you know, what I mean, like, where do you? Where are we going? Are we going clubbing? To the garden. Go right back the to the garden. mecca. All right, we'll see. Bro, I haven't been to the... I went to the garden once in my life. Twice. I went for a rodeo. Pause. Rodeo. And then I went for a Rangers game, and it was not fun. And then I went to the Knicks game. That was fun. But this will be the fourth time in the garden and the in my life. Good. And second time in almost as many days. What? Been on. They haven't been too hot as of, as of late. I'm sorry. Is this coming from a Devils fan? That doesn't mean and anything. And shut up. I didn't hear anything from you. Good Lord. Devils fans everywhere. So our, did you text them our, back? Our new account. Not yet. I mean, 
I mean, you should. I got to go over with the, like you know what, what I'm doing at home and just say yes, and then if he doesn't, it, this way he doesn't turn him away and give I'll him to somebody him. else. No, you no you won't. I'm texting him back now. All right, so yes, Dave's texting Sean back. We might be going to the Rangers game, and I am a big hockey fan, so it'll be beautiful for me to finally get to see my first game this season, my second game in history. Uh, maybe I've seen some as a kid. All right. Anyway, like the video, ladies and gentlemen, because Ashley's back off her meeting. <laughs> so she's back to patrol, you mother effers. So please do that. Um, bro, a hoodie is normal for hockey. Yes, I know. I'm wearing sweatpants, though, like my, my sweatpants. It doesn't matter. Whatever. Maybe we'll go. So Ash just joined us. Ash, I might be going to the <laughs> Rangers game tonight. Sean. I didn't bring my glasses. Gave us oh, free man, tickets. there's so many things. All right. We'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. Yeah. Anyway, so before we get out of here. There's something that was brought to my attention yesterday. Let me guess. The headline's wrong, too, I was, before I even bring it up. Did you I know. I removed the headlines for this. Okay. One. So this is really, really good. So before you bring it up, uh, Dina, bring just to give it some what up? preference. What? <laughs> Which one? Oh, well, just hold on. Well, there's, there should be one the listed. The first one The first in one order. in order. So just oh, hold okay. on for a second, though. So yesterday, we go see our accountant, right? We get all this stuff done. But right before we did that, we're sitting there in the waiting room, which, by the way, which great vibes. Like, <laughs> I mean, like I had to, that was very awkward for me, but it was it was we were, I don't know the business is out of well, a house. It was because we were laughing hysterically on the way in, and it, then when we got in, it was like, wait, this isn't the spot. I felt like I was right. in detention. Right. So quite Twitter. Uh, we were at lunch. I don't forget the name of the pizza place. We we saw this thing. Also, just me and Dave Ash. Yeah. No, we're there's a million of us going actually. Big group, big party. You're missing out. FOMO. FOMO just kicked in. I know. Wait, 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 wait. No, no, just me and him. Um, so anyway, so yesterday. I'm scrolling Twitter, and as I do every, all the time, and the only reason why I saw this is because one of the guys that I do follow, one of the Cowboys media guys, liked this. Bring up the first one. This is something <laughs> really funny. Ray Ray and them. Ray, <laughs> so this is the picture. The, the, the movie came out, the underdog movie with Kurt Warner, right? It came out, and he said, it's so, this guy goes, LMAO, this Kurt Warner movie is so bad. Look at Ray Lewis. Like, that's Ray Lewis portrayed in this movie that it doesn't uh, here's the Bro. thing that i gotta give burn i can't see uh, it I is was i velvet was velvet jones i was velvet jones Wait, we're gonna it, tag this it guy wasn't this even video. it was like this is a good tweet this this itself this is a was a quality gold. tweet it got about this itself is thirty thousand likes bro when i tell you and like most of these situations and i know ash could attest to this in the comments um Vin, Vinny saw this so so anyway, saw what this. happens is you just go to the comment section and the internet never fails bro like this tweet just started the 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 onslaught yes go to amazing the, responses now to go to the tweet. second one which i died so this, <laughs> this it was right just a, it, it basically was just a bunch of people responding to like other knockoff versions of something right so this right, right here nyquil jordan of the shang kango balls the slam <laughs> dunk 22 bro but the best part about this is like the bell's palsy face that they, they gave him in the, <laughs> right. in the actual photo number oh 22 there's so many things wrong with this starting lineup or this <laughs> whatever it's supposed to be the basketball is smooth it has yeah. no lines on <laughs> no it no ridges like, on the they basketball. really went all out and dave was like you could buy these you said something. I yesterday. did. I said, "Is this real?" Because like, I see this guy's like, hand no, on it. They made this on Photoshop. I don't know, like, man. No, I don't know. I don't like, know, man. And, and are you looking at the screen right no, now? No, he's not. No, that's fake. But <laughs> could you or could you not Photoshop and manipulate a, a baseball card to make it look like it had Bell's palsy? You can do absolutely anything, look, anything I'll on just Photoshop. Show, like here, look, come over here. See, look at Jordan's face. They just moved it a little bit, so it looks like it looks like he's got Bell's palsy. <laughs> But that's the figure. It's a clear edit. But that is the one of the funniest so things. So move, move to the Slam next one. Slam dump, to the, move bro. To the next Slam one. dump. Wait, wait, Go ahead. The, incre the, the incredible fella. <laughs> the incredible bro, fella. Revengers. Endless tussle. The <laughs> These are knockoff toys you can actually buy in like foreign country dollar Thank stores. Thank you. I'm telling you, this is real. I've bro, look at the like look at the fade that he's before. got in the picture. By the way, bro, <laughs> just a high high and tight. Holy shit, dude. The incredible... I didn't even look at the Revengers part. <laughs> Endless tussle. Endless. Ages four and up. 
I'm wondering if everybody out there is laughing as hard as we are. Are, Is there anybody? As I was making these graphics, I was like, I don't know if we're going to find it as funny the second time through, but Dave Dave delivered, guys. Oh, my God. It might be real overseas trying to sell Jordan merch without having the rights. Yeah, of course. So how do you explain that incredible fellow, Vinny, incredible fellow laughing at that on his face. I'm dying. Mark's dying. Dude, I'm telling you this. uh, I'm crying, Vinny. We got to have a couple more. We got any more out there? I think we got one more at least. Do we have one more? Yes. Bro. (laughs) Bro. Guys, I'm trying to figure this out, but you're looking at you're looking at this and you're like, yo, where where is yo, you're like, where is the where's the Photoshop? Right. I'm like, that is McNabb, isn't it? Because the card itself is the quarterback Philadelphia Eagles. His name is spelled right. Everything is right. The car behind him is like like, this is Donovan McNabb. When he got drafted at Syracuse, I'm pretty sure this is young Donovan McNabb. That's why they booed him. Bro, but oh honestly, I really Shut don't up, see. I don't see the issue with McNabb. Dave's got his emphysema laugh going on. I mean, I, first of all, I don't smoke. But second of all, um, Same. That's, that's from Always Sunny in Philadelphia. This one? Yeah. Oh, oh that's sh- even better. Really? I should have known that. That's embarrassing. <laughs> it's the day they all go to the uh, the field and play football. Oh my god! I just started. Oh, watching this is Always the one Sunny. where I should have popped my shirt off. God damn it! Oh, I should have popped my shirt off. When <laughs> he gets drilled in the face, they go what to. The f- I think they're doing right the, they're remaking like the oh. Marky Mark movie. Yeah, the the which by the way, great movie. No, Inv- <laughs> Invincible. Come on, man. Good. Hey, no, actually, sit up because you're uh, a great promo for Manscaped is on the back of your shirt. Oh, sit up. Yeah, like sit up so people can see the back of your shirt. Yeah, Manscaped, holler. Your uh, balls but, will thank you. Yeah, your balls will thank you, dude. First of all, Invincible, very good movie. Uh, I'm a Mark Wahlberg, Mark. Like, Are you I'm part a of the big, five a.m. club? Gotta go to gotta go to eat breakfast. You ever see that shit? No. Oh my god, bro! The Mark Wahlberg post—it's embarrassing. Always Secondhand sunny. embarrassment oh is real, even god. for movie stars, guys. It's also from Tiger Woods and Always Sunny. I see. I got to really catch up because I'm. But then you said to me that it goes like now that the, when they become millionaires and shit. Like yeah, kinda, like every other show, they're on season thirty-one right now, and they're just milking 15. it because they have <laughs> they have like such a crazy cult following that it's like. This is it's they could write these shows in their in their sleep, but I to me yes it gets very like all right they have like veneers and and they're like you know they're trying to you could tell they're just really rich old people now and they're trying to recreate something that they had fifteen years ago still a good show nowhere near season three through ten that's all I'll say okay so I'm I'm excited to check those out uh, and again these are probably lines that are coming in great movie. <coughs> Please don't start talking about Entourage. <laughs> First of all, Payne, Entourage is one of the greatest shows ever made, ladies it's and gentlemen. It's not even in the top made. 500. I mean, that's not that's not true. <laughs> that's a bold statement, but that's not true. I mean, it's like if we sat down. <laughs> of course. That's what we're doing. I'm going to sit way. here and I'm going to prove myself right. I'm going to be like, Dave, <laughs> I'm going like, to get Dave to admit. Dude, what did you do for the business today? I don't know, but I'm on 496. I'm going to get Dave to admit that 500 shows are better than Entourage, just like loosely. Like, Dave, do you like this better than Entourage? Like, you can name one and I'll say no, probably. Honestly. Um, Like, no, probably. No. Like, no, definitely. Or you're definitely saying no, or maybe I'm saying better. that I wouldn't, I wouldn't. Like if you I'm rattle saying, off a show, I'm saying that that's like all right. Um, I think you guys always like sunny. such different types of shows. But that's so the thing. Like I haven't comparison. seen Always Sunny, so I can't see it. I say I can't curb say your enthusiasm. It. I I have only saw a couple episodes, so you're more you're more in tune with the sitcoms and stuff. I'm more in tune with the movies. Jimmy right. Palumbo's okay. in an episode of Curb Your Enthusiasm. He is. He is. He is. He is, he is no. I gave you. I gave you. Jfac coming in. I eat stickers all the time, dude. Yes, bro. Is that another line. The, the I pair guess. when they—that's the first time Charlie leaves Philadelphia. They make a bonfire in the back of a box truck to try and make. Vinny, you don't have to tell me, bro. I'm, I follow Doug Ellen on uh, on Instagram, and and they're filming it right now with E and Drama. So something. There's either a spinoff or it's Entourage, the the new Entourage or whatever. But yes, they're definitely doing something right now. Um, Dave thinks he's turtle. I'm I used huge, to think I was I'm turtle. I'm a huge Vikings fan now. Chris, not the hey, Minnesota actually, Vikings. It's funny. Right before the next game, the Leif Erickson story is now coming out live Ooh. on Netflix. It's funny. So. Uh, right before the Knicks game on Sunday, I found my old David Lee jersey, and I'm like, shit, man, I'm going to wear David Lee's jersey. It's my old, you know, whatever, one of my old collection. And then I put it on, and it's like down to my knees. And I'm like, <laughs> what happened here? I was like, you know what? This was during my I want to be turtle phase. And it's just like the jersey was big, and the hats was, you know, it's just. Bad times. Charlie Sheen. What is that? Charlie no, they're Sheen. They're just talking about how Frank went to the water park when he found out he had AIDS. <laughs> Dude, I, like I said, I'm like six deep. Six episodes. So I got a long way to go. Mac just 
bangs Dennis's mom. <laughs> so that's that's the, where I'm at right now. So. All right, Gail, you can stop now. You're just ma- now you're just mashing it. <laughs> if you don't know what that's from, that's Frank no, needs an intervention. But that's also funny, a top though, five episode that. ever. Oh boy. Anyway, guys, thank you very much. Please like the video or Ashley will find you and hunt you down. Um, it, it helps us. It helps people search for the video. So we got our core group here. We love you guys for tuning in every day uh, and commenting and making me have my emphysema laugh uh, based off comments alone. Uh, but yeah, a lot to get more into tomorrow. The combine starts. We'll get into that. There's more. Uh, there's NBA games on the docket tonight. We'll get into some NBA tomorrow. We'll touch on it all. Uh, heard that. Pause. Um, yeah, so that's that. So for Sturch and Gooch, and of course, Dina and AG, come AG. Why did I say AG? Make any sense? No. A4, but where, where do they get AG? I was it's thinking maybe the Rangers. the fourth letter of the alphabet. That oh, all right. Well, there you go. All right. It's not. <laughs> I said it's not. Not the fourth letter. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, it's not the fourth letter. <laughs> Jesus Christ. With that, we'll see you guys tomorrow. The master of karate and friendship for everyone. And that's for Scoop because he said the night man or the day man. The night man. The night man. Ah. That's an Always Sunny reference, guys.